This is according to Callus. That's me. And let me just say, sometimes you just can't help people. I got to tell you, <laughs> I get so disappointed and so frustrated. You know, we've got various folks that are on the right side of the aisle, not to mention a good chunk of libertarians that are on the right side of the aisle. And boy, we spend more time chasing down and policing our own people for the slightest little infraction or embarrassment or, oh, you crossed the line or, oh, that was a naughty word to say then we do spend focusing on the people that seek to destroy us. Yeah, and it's not all of them, right? Right? We all know that left to center, not every single one of them is an evil, terrible person, but we know who those folks are. We, we, we know what positions they usually hold, where they're at, and we are more worried about offending them and some of their friends than we are of holding to principles and holding the truth. And it just infuriates me that when these people, they come around and go more than they go, no, that's a bad guy. We need to be after them. No, that's a bad, evil woman. We need to impeach her. But we just seek to punish ourselves. We're so worried about looking the slightest bit hypocritical. We're so worried about making sure we don't violate something to look more pure, more holy than thou, and we accomplish nothing. And we just can't help people like that. Yes, this follows along the Sunshine Patriots motif, right? Those are the people that have all the answers and all rah, rah, rah until the shooting starts. They're all full of vinegar until they have to go take a stand. When bad things happen, oh, they may show up. They may even take a photograph while they're there, but they don't do much beyond that. But... They're very, very concerned about how the optics might be in them. How might people might perceive the fact that somebody might have tiptoed on that line. Somebody, somebody might have been the slightest bit offensive. Well, I got to tell you, when everything is offensive, that's near impossible to maintain that. It's just kind of like the phrase when <laughs> criminals make all the laws, anyone that opposes them fights a just cause, right? So when everything is offensive, then those that are offending are clearly in the right. Now, that's not to say that, you know, you can't use excessive coarse language. That's not to say that, you know, some form of mm, particularly atrocious uh, video or pictures can't cross a line. But when we're more concerned about the then, uh, yeah, that's a bad guy. We need to hold them accountable. Yeah, we need to get on their case and more focused on worrying about what somebody on our team did that might have been the slightest bit out of step. How do you help somebody like that? How do you get past that? I, I don't know. I, I really don't know how we're supposed to fix that. I mean, at least with the Sunshine Patriots, you know they're on your team until things get tough. At least with... Uh, the faux leaders that were given, right? The false leadership. You know what you're dealing with. 
And you can count on them to knuckle under. You can count on them to not have your back because you just know. You see that. You observe it. Now, people call them names. You know, the, the common, eloquent way of saying that is they're a rhino. But again, we fall into the same trap where we consider everybody a rhino because, well, they didn't go with us on this. Well, they don't go with us on that. There is a vast swath of what I would call acceptable, well-thought-out things that we may or may not disagree with and still be, quote, right of center or still be more libertarian than not. And we just agree to disagree because we've got such a bigger problem and bigger issue to deal with that we can't be fighting amongst ourselves. But we do it all the time. And again, I can't help those people. They clearly don't want help. They're clearly more interested in controlling what people are doing and saying, clearly more interested in, well, getting what they want than doing the right thing. I'm sorry, but that's not what I signed up for. That's not what I need. So when I go and I see somebody speak, when I go and participate in a any event, if that person's within the realm of, yeah, I get it. We're on the same wavelength there. Uh, maybe they misspeak. Maybe maybe they misinterpret something here or there. Or maybe they say something that's not right, but it's not entirely wrong either. You don't worry about those things. Those aren't the uh, those aren't the things that you're going to throw down over. Those aren't the things that you need to fight over. Those are things that you pull somebody aside and you say, "Hey, I know you said this, or I know you think this, but if you considered this." Well, what about that? Now, hey, don't get me wrong. It's all fun in social media to go after people. And even in public, right? We want to trash somebody because they said the wrong thing or they misspoke. Ooh, that, that's not helpful. The idea of always punching to the left comes to mind. When people go after people on the same team, that's known as punching right, right? Now, I know, I know, maybe there's some of you that know that, well, the alt-right uses that term. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Take your alt right and whatever. Shut up, go away. How about that? To borrow Brian McClanahan's uh, retort. Just shut up and go away. If somebody's right or if the idea is right, I really don't care where it came from. And you don't punch right. You don't attack people on your team. At least not publicly. No, privately, you want to take them aside. You want to have a little talk and say, hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Maybe maybe, maybe this crossed the line. Or, Man, just you should consider this in the future because of this, this, and this. I, that, I get that. That's all acceptable. It's part of growing up. That's part of crafting your message. It's part of putting a unified front out. But when you're going to undermine these people and attack them in a private or in a public manner, Rather than meeting them in a private manner, you're not helping. Now, you know, we, we bandy about the term Karen, which I have adopted the phrase Yankee, right? Also from Brian McClanahan, right? Those people that think that they know better than you how you should be running your life or what's the better, most... Mm, proper way to do things and they feel obligated to make sure that you do that i'll take a hard pass on that now 
The funny thing is, is I probably am going to agree with whatever principle or whatever proposition they're putting out there as being the right thing, but in no way, shape, or form am I interested in forcing somebody else to comply with that. Just because you make somebody comply doesn't mean they agree with you. It doesn't mean they're on the same team. Indeed, you're building up your own enemies. You're empowering those that oppose you by forcing them to do things that they don't want to do. We see this all the time. I mean, look, it's no mystery to me how it is Afghanistan fell in six days or whatever it is. And, you know, is there some blame for Joe Biden? Sure. Are we going to now drift into some national politics or international politics for a bit? Yes. But only from the standpoint of demonstrating Donald Trump put a peace plan in place. It was evil, terrible. We can't hate it because it's Trump. Donald Trump had a timeline established. But, oh, that's not good enough because it's Trump. Joe Biden takes over, right or wrong, and I still don't believe that was a legit election, but he's in the big chair. Right or wrong, he's in the big chair. He makes the decision to postpone the withdrawal, postpone turning Afghanistan back over to the Afghanis. And then we're all surprised that they overreact or I don't even want to call it overreact, that they behave in the way that they've behaved when we didn't do what we said we were going to do. So now because this turned out about what we would have expected it to look like, right? It's now pile on Joe Biden, make Joe Biden look bad. Could he have done things better? Sure. Did he, you know, maybe listen to bad advice? Absolutely. But the people to blame are the folks that got a bunch of decorations on their chest, a bunch of stars on their collars. They're the ones that messed this up. They're the ones that left our young ladies and our men over there to die or be brutally tortured or raped, or whatever nasty, terrible thing happens. Not to mention all the scores and thousands of people that we've abandoned and set up for a bad situation. Hey, but don't worry. Those government leaders that we put in place, they were corrupt as all get out. They got their money. They absconded from the place. And you know what? We'll probably set them up in a nice place where they have their millions of dollars to retire now that we've left. Now, Again, the military knew exactly what they were doing and their leadership chose not to disable or chose not to remove all that hardware. One can just only guess what their motivations were on this, but I would suggest to you that it was done on purpose. Maybe it was done to make Joe look bad. Maybe it was done because it was a payoff for the Taliban. Maybe it was done because they just don't care. Draw your own conclusions because I don't know either. But it's terrible. But again, they're all blaming Joe. His own people are blaming Joe. Sleepy Creepy Joe, I don't honestly believe he had any idea what's going on there. I mean, the guy barely knows what day of the week it is, and we're going to blame him for the failures of the people that plan this stuff? Come on. But see, that's his own team attacking him. That's, that's, they're eating their own tail, if you will. But we on the right, we do the same thing. We 
we that are supposed to be proponents of liberty, we're supposed to be the defenders of freedom, we do the exact same thing when somebody takes a step out of line, when they don't tow it, when they don't bow to federal supremacy, when they don't bow to judicial supremacy, when they don't agree with whatever came out of the Heritage Foundation or the Brookings Institute or whatever other mm, fancy white paper that comes about that all the conservatives rally around. Because we don't march in lockstep behind Mark Levin. We're somehow wrong. Well, i got to tell you, there is a long, storied, influential group of people that all fall under the idea of what's called a paleoconservative. Now, there's paleo-libertarians, there's libertarians, and then there's the standard conservative, right? But now, all of our foreign policy is run by neocons. And the neocons... I mean, if you just listen to their name, it's a new con, right? Come on. <laughs> they, they don't care. They're quote-unquote reformed leftists. Really? Do you buy that? The proof's in the pudding, as they say. Now, I got to tell you. I am in an awkward situation. Because the people that are over there in our uniform are owed a debt. We have a responsibility to bring them home. The flip side of that scenario is, is everybody that puts on that uniform understands that at some point they may have to give their life for their country in defense of whatever their country sent them to do. And honestly, our country has not done a good job of giving our young men and young women good things to go fight and protect for. Not for a long time. Now you can make the argument 20 years ago that we needed to go in and catch the bad guys pretty much in any country. And I would have gone along with it. Sure, absolutely. I mean, even Ron Paul voted to allow for that. But after that was done and you got the bad guy, why are we remaking an entire country? Why do we think we know better? Those people have been living that same way for a couple thousand years. What makes us think we can come in and reorg their country into something else? Talk about arrogance. And it's both sides of the aisle. It's just, it's the way it's done in D.C. Because, I mean, clearly they know better than every other state. They know better than every other governor and every other state legislature. So clearly they must know better than people that have been running that little country in the uh, backwater of Asia, if you will. And I don't say that to be crude. Just, I mean, it's it's not on the forefront of anything, right? Except for maybe Poppy. But we're going to go in there and reorg it? Come on. Give me a break. Now, whether it's Western arrogance, whether it's the so-called white privilege arrogance, don't buy either of those per se, But it's definitely the neocon arrogance. The neocon arrogance that thinks that they know what's best for everybody everywhere. That is also known as Yankee arrogance. The Yankees know better. I mean, clearly they knew better than the South. They had to remake the South in the form of them. Didn't work out exactly how they designed. Clearly they had to remake most of Central America. That clearly didn't work out how they'd hope. But then again, I've heard people make the argument that everything is 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 how they wanted it to be within reason. Now, that's a scary thought. I mean, anybody really think 
that we're all in a good place and that this is the best that it could be. Now, I know, I know. I'm not advocating socialism or any form of collectivism. Let's be clear on that. But I just think as a community, we know better than what some guy, a group of guys, a group of gals, 600 miles away or 2,000 miles away or even 10,000 miles away know how to run our lives. There's a certain amount of resistance and community that builds up to that and we can just say no. But again, the people that could be and should be working on this are more worried about policing their own people. But not from going off the reservation advocating some kind of hmm, socialist or progressive ideal. No, they're worried about maybe offensive behavior, something that might upset those progressives or those socialists. I mean, it's just like those folks down in Austin. They go down there, they meet together. Well, we're going to put this bill up. What do you think the Democrats are going to think? Who cares? The Democrats make up roughly a third of the legislature down there. Now, I know there's plenty, plenty, plenty of little lefty progressive Republicans. I get it. And a lot of them put a R after their name just so they can win the re-election and they promptly screw over the people that sent them there. But the idea that we have to kowtow to what a group of people who aren't in control want or think is just ludicrous. As long as you're not abusing them, i.e. limiting their liberty, punishing them, creating capricious and arbitrary arbitrary laws to be enforced upon people that have no other recourse, there's not a problem. But unfortunately, we all turn a blind eye to our local people that do the exact same thing. We all seem to be okay because it's the guy down the street or the guy on the other side of town that's doing this stuff to us. Well, we just got to go along to get along. But that's not okay either. Instead of worrying about somebody on our team maybe being off a degree or two on one thing or another, we need to focus on the larger, more aggressive, certainly more scary enemy on the other side. Now, yes, we need to watch because they are very good at infiltrating and infecting everything that they get their hands onto. I mean, the progressives have effectively ruined every bit of American culture at this point. And we've allowed it. We've stood there and watched it happen before our own eyes and we did nothing about it. And we're on the cusp of reining them in in just a couple places in one state. And we're worried about upsetting them. They're always upset. Anybody that opposes them, anybody that doesn't immediately kowtow, anybody that doesn't comply without question is their enemy. They know it and they take advantage of it. And we don't want to stand up for ourselves because we're too worried about what the guy on our team might have said or done. They might have upset them. Really? Really? Worry about the guy on the other side with the metaphorical gun pointed in your face. Worry about them, first and foremost. We can do this. We're there. We have the organizations. We have the manpower. 
We just need proper leadership. We just need people willing to put their ego aside and work with people who maybe they're not 100% in agreement with for the greater good. We need to get people that can check their ego and say, we're on the same team here. And I know that you and I don't agree 100%, but we can get this done. We can fix this one thing. We can do these things. We can make it better. Now, yesterday I referenced the idea that we could do constitution classes. We could do Texas constitution classes. We could re-involve the civics education or rebuild the civics education right here in McKinney in Collin County. We just need a few more volunteers. And I don't care if you call yourself a traditional conservative. I don't care if you consider yourself a paleoconservative. I don't care if you call yourself a libertarian. We're all on the same team, and that's supposed to be to defend liberty. We're supposed to defend individual rights. We need to set aside our differences. And there are some. There are some more pronounced than others. But we all agree that the defense of individual liberty, the defense of private property is first and foremost. And if we can't even do that, we're in trouble. But the good news is we can. We do have it working this way. I mean, in case you're not aware, there's a group out there called the Five Star Plan. The Five Star Plan is actually working with candidates that generally agree on, I guess, a number of eight principles. If they agree on those and they agree to a certain framework of how they're going to do their campaign, they'll get help from the larger organization. I mean, True Texas Project does a similar thing. If you're in alignment with their views, their values, they're going to help you in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's an endorsement, whether they help you with a fundraiser, I don't know. I mean, these groups exist. I'm not in control of any of them. I just know they're there and they have a vested interest in protecting Texas. They have a vested interest in what's best for Texas, but you got to go and work with them. You got to put in the effort, put aside the ego and work with people that are on your team. And I'll, I'll bring it back to here in McKinney, right? So I live in McKinney, Texas which is the heart of Collin County. We are the county seat. And there are any number of political clubs. I think we're around 15 to 20 in Collin County. And those are just the right of center clubs. I can't even tell you about the left of center clubs. But we're all nominally on the same team. We're looking for the same kind of goals. Yet, sadly, in some of these clubs, not all, in some of these groups, the leadership is more concerned about being in charge. The leadership's more concerned about getting their message exactly the way they want it all the time. They're more concerned about making sure that icky person, whoever they may be, isn't on their team, isn't involved. In fact, <laughs> sadly, it's undermining our whole effort, the behavior of being more concerned about policing somebody that's 2% out of line than the enemy across the street. They're more concerned about absolute control. It makes me wonder if maybe they aren't secretly progressive. Consider that. If somebody doesn't allow for any difference of opinion, how are they any different? They're functionally the same thing. We can do better. The pieces of the puzzle are there. We just need to keep working on it. Find a club, find a team, get to work, show up, hit those city council meetings, hit those school board meetings, 
Go visit the commissioner's court. Get involved. We can make a difference. We can hold the line in Collin County. We can push back and help Denton and Dallas County eventually. But we've got to get our act together. We've got to remember we're on the same team. We've got to make the most of this. And with that, this is According to Kells. And I will see you on the other side.